Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spiritual Journey podcast. This is episode 73, and i um, excited for this episode. We have a guest joining us, but before we go there, I'd love my co-host, the beautiful, the stunning, the healer extraordinaire and published author, Stacey Brown. Stacey, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, friends. Um, so good to be here. My name is Stacey, and I'm an intuitive healer and a certified Reiki practitioner. I'm a spiritual mentor and coach an Akashic record reader and podcast host and creator. And yes, I just recently published my first book, Journey to Soul Center, Discovering the Gift of Surrender. And it's available on Amazon and Audible. Thank you, Stace. And a quick intro for me. Uh, hi, everybody. I'm Nims Nimesh. Uh, I'm also a, an Akashic record reader, Akashic trainer, and a spiritual mentor, spiritual coach as well as a podcast host, podcast creator. And um, I love the space that we created. I love the healing space. I love this podcast and it's kind of our way to giving back. And I really know that, you know, my voice is my gift and that's why I started this podcast and I feel blessed to be here and um, to guide people on, the, on how to shine their light. So this week we have the beautiful Tiari as our, as a, our guest Um We've known Tiari, we met her on Clubhouse, just where we met Stacy, and we've had the benefit and the pleasure of guiding Tiari to the Kashi Records. I think you've all heard me talk about the Kashi Records before. The Kashi Records are a record of everything our soul's been through. And I don't believe we train anyone on how to read the records. I, I really believe we guide people on a gift they already have. So we had the pleasure of guiding Tiari to the Kashi Records, and she's also um, somebody that we're currently mentoring. So I'm excited. She is such a beautiful light. For those that are watching on YouTube, you can see her beautiful smile. I highly recommend it. So Tiari, I'm really excited to have you as a guest. I'd love for you to introduce yourself. Thank you, Nims. Thank you, Stacy. Hello, my name is Tiari. I'm an Akashic Records reader. I'm also a sound healing practitioner, energy healer, and a licensed massage therapist. I love what I do. And yes, Clubhouse has changed my life. And I, I, I love working with Stacy and Nims and the community that we have. And it's just been an amazing journey for me so far. So thank you for having me. So yeah, this week's episode is all about how are you shining your light? And, you know, I always love asking the question before we start, um, normally to Stacey, um, on, you know, kind of what have you done today to shine a light on you? So Tiara, I'm going to come to you with that question in a second, but I'm going to start with Stace. Stace, what have you done for you today to shine your light on you? So today has been interesting because um, I've been very busy, but um, my little girl just left for vacation and um, I wanted a little bit of bonding time with her before she left. So she had a sleepover in my room last night and we both slept in this morning and just kind of woke up peacefully and started the day a little bit later than we normally do. And I'm just savoring this time with her. And it was just special to have that little bit of experience with her before she leaves. So it sounds like a small thing, but um, but today that's what I could fit in. What about you? Beautiful, that's beautiful. It's more than, you know, I'm sure for her it was super special, you know, kind of sleeping with mom 
and it's, it really is about those magic moments, right? We talk about, you know, being grateful for the moments and I'm sure that was beautiful for Tia. So Tiari, what have you done for you today to shine the light and shine the light in you? Sorry, we should have said earlier, Tiari lives in Hawaii. So she has um, you know, lots of places to go to truly connect to nature. So Tiari, what have, and I'm putting you on the spot. I know it's early morning for you. So you can even say what you did for yourself yesterday, if that helps, or what are you going to do for yourself later on today? Um, well, yesterday I was able to go to the beach and uh, get some sunshine. Yesterday was an amazing day. Um, woke up this morning. Um, I have a beautiful view out of my window. So I, I practice gratitude. I'm thankful that my body can move. I can get up, wake up without any pain and, uh, just be grateful of being, having another day to live my beautiful life and, and to be creative and to count my blessings and that I'm healthy enough to help my mom who's aging and take her where she needs to go so I took her to work this morning and just grateful that I have my car that's running in good condition and that I can come home and I have the things that I want and I have my own sanctuary here and just really grateful for what I have that's beautiful and uh, yeah I'm a little bit jealous when I see the pictures of the beach Hawaii is one of my favorite places in the world so um and I'm sure we'll visit soon so I guess I should ask myself that question, right? Um, so today has been a busy day. So it's kind of been a, bit, a little bit back-to-back. But uh, in the UK, um, we've had a little mini heat, heat wave over the weekend. It was temperatures we're not used to. So in centigrade, I think it was like 32, 33. And Fahrenheit, it's 90-ish, which is super hot for the UK. So um, enjoyed that weather over the weekend. But then today we had some rain, some really kind of, powerful thunderstorms but with not a lot of rain to be fair so you know what I just stepped outside and allowed the little bit of rain that was there with the thunderstorms to to heal me I I feel blessed with the garden that I have it feels healing and with the sound of the thunderstorms it felt super super healing so feeling very blessed that I can do that and um, yeah glad to be here I'm glad to be here with both of you two it's very much a, a blessing to to have this conversation so in terms of shining our light, it's a really interesting topic. I mean, we talk about it a lot on the podcast because how many people struggle to put themselves first? Because, you know, in many ways, certainly as healers, we're kind of used to putting other people first. We're, you know, as, you know, siblings, parents, whatever you, it's it's we it's kind of habitual to put others ahead, right? And it's like, and, and, Maybe it's cultural, maybe it's programming, but I'm sure many of us feel guilty by prioritizing ourselves. But really, when we prioritize ourselves and shine our light on ourselves first, it allows us to shine our light so much brighter for others. So I'd love to kind of kind of ask you guys, um, what does it mean to you to be shining your light? And your journey to kind of get there, I'd love for you to share some insights into what that looks like. So Tiari, as our guest, I'd love for you to go first. Okay. I used to feel guilty about putting myself first, but um, it really doesn't serve me any good. So I don't feel guilty anymore when I put myself first. In fact, it's important that I do so, so I can help others, especially with the work that I do. 
I should make it a priority to help myself first so that I have the energy to help others and I feel good about it. I feel confident. I feel strong. So shining my light is uh, doing what I do with Akashic Records readings, um, with posting on Instagram and just interacting with people, um, with posting pictures of my journeys, what what I'm doing and um, or quotes or poetry. I like to put poetry out there on my Instagram page or um, just hanging out on Clubhouse and meeting great people, having the rooms that I do where we go into these group meditations and helping people who are struggling. Um, Not everyone knows how to use their voice or not not everyone has their own space. They live with their family. They, They don't have their own place. So they go out in their cars, you know, they, they listen to clubhouse in their cars while they're driving or they're at the park, you know, and they're, they're just searching for something. I feel like they're searching for that connection, searching for that spark or searching to ignite that spark within them for that creativity and that passion that's yearning to come out. So I feel like uh, I help with that process and, and that feels amazing. Wow. How cool is that? And and actually, Tiara, before we move to Stacey, I'd love to, for you to share a little bit more about your journey to shine your light. I mean, we've had the pleasure and the benefit of seeing you transition. And, you know, actually, I've had the benefit and transition of seeing you both change so much in the space of a year. Um, so can you, as as we talk about shining your light, can you talk more about your transition over the past year? Because I've seen you change, right? It's that you've gone from you know, somebody who was just trying to find their gifts to really somebody who has activated their gifts and is shining your gift, your light. You know, you run a clubhouse room on your own um, and I see you healing people that come in and I just think it's beautiful. So I'd love for you to talk a little bit more about how are you shining your light? Yes. Yeah, so uh, last year in April, I was massaging six days a week, sometimes seven. I was just working, working, working a lot, a lot, a lot. I've been blessed to be able to work through COVID because I do medical massage as well. And a lot of massage therapists chose to stay home and get paid. Whereas me, I didn't feel right about that. So I continued to work. We were short staffed when we were busy. So that's where my where my income came from. But yet my soul was, I felt like something was missing. Yes, I'm helping to heal people on a physical level, but I felt like there is so much more. And, and I had a break one day. Um, or at a cancellation and I jumped onto Clubhouse. I had taken a break and I'm like, I'm going to see what's going on on Clubhouse today. And then I heard Nim's voice. I was in a room with Nim's and he was doing a reading and he was reading a card and then doing a reading and Akashic Records. And I was just, it pulled me in, right? His voice pulled me in, Akashic Records pulled me in and and everything he said totally resonated with me. Um, Like, uh, um, are you shining your light or, or something that not, I don't know if it was shining your light or are you living your purpose, I think, or do you feel like there's something more? Do you feel like there's more to your calling, but you don't know what it is? Well, if you're in this room, you're in here for a reason. And I'm like, hmm, is he talking to me? I feel like you're talking to me. <laughs> so then I started following you and then Stacy, you're having your rooms together. And then I booked a reading and then it all just, um, and I spiraled from there. 
from Akashic Records reading of my own into um, training, into training. Yes, I want to learn how to read the Akashic Records. And even though I felt like I was already in there in my dreams, I felt like, oh, what can I do? What can I tap into? And then especially with my reading, you told me I need to be using my voice. I need to be seen. I need to be heard. I need to be doing all this. I'm like, really? <laughs> me using my voice in front of people publicly speaking and I'm like you know at, at first it, I wasn't sure if it resonated but then the more I got into it and the more brave I got and the more I spoke and the more I started doing this and the more vocal training and coming out of my shell I started doing it and I'm like this does feel good this does feel comfortable I love this and just really tapping in with the both of you so um I've seen all of us grow, right? Because we've, we've been working together for the past over a year already. And um, yeah, it's just kind of like spiraled and grown from there. And uh, yeah, I've been loving this amazing journey. So thank you. And, and like I said, Tiara, we've seen your energy change so much. You you were addicted to the Akashic Records. You kind of, it's it like a duck to water. You just, you're a natural and um you know, just even now, now being part of the group mentorship program, seeing you shine your beautiful light and guiding others, super, super, super proud. So thank you for allowing us to to guide you on that journey. And um, <laughs> Stace, someone else that has worked really hard on on shining your light and kind of you've been through a lot to truly, truly, you know, shine your light the way that you're shining it. So I'd love for you to share, you know, kind of something about what does shining your light mean? to you and maybe share some of the things that you've been through to kind of get to shining your light how are you shining it now yeah um so of course I have to think back to like around age 40 so like almost seven years ago I was just in a really good space in mind body and spirit I just really felt aligned and intentional in my day-to-day -day and absolutely would say during that time I was shining a light on myself. <clears throat> I think I lost my way when, you know, our family went through everything with my son and nothing that I needed was a priority. Everything was put on the back burner. And I believe that a lot of us want to shine a light on ourselves, but we don't know how. And for me, the formula came from recovering from like the darkest season of my life. And it was asking myself, okay, what do I need? Like, how do I show up for myself? And I had to start with little things. So um, journaling, I know we talk about it a lot, but like writing about my thoughts and kind of taking that time to be insightful and intentional with my time is really important. Um, I shine a light on myself by getting outside in nature and connecting. I'm a big believer in prayer. And I would say that when we love ourselves and we shine a light on ourselves first, we can then go out and serve other people 
And I feel a, a deep soul calling to help a lot of people. And in order to help those people, I'm very aware that I have to make myself a priority. That if something brings me joy, I need to experience it. If something brings me healing, I need to take action on it. And it's a really weird place to be at almost 47 years old to just now coming into the awareness of how important it is to shine a light on myself first. I spent years people-pleasing and morphing into others' expectations. And I can feel this deep calling to help all these people. And it's like, if I'm going to help all of these people, then who do I start with? I have to start with me, right? I have to start with me. And so shining a light on me in all the ways, you know, I want to be around people who light my soul on fire. I want to reach people who are in pain and have no idea how to make their way out of it. But in order to do that, I have to take action every day with me. And it's so bizarre, right? Because we're taught, like in some twisted way, we're taught like to put our own needs aside, right? Like serve, serve, serve as healers. I think it's serve, serve, serve. But we can do that. But there's just this knowingness that it starts with me. And if I want to be the healthiest version of myself, then I have to shine a light on myself deeply, not just surface, right? but really do the deep work. And I feel like in this season, it's like a, a recipe, like a, a concoction of, of the things that I do to shine a light on myself. Cause some of them are physical things, right? Like getting outside in nature and exercising, but some of them are deeper than that. Some of them are prayer and meditation and connection with other like-minded souls. But I'm very intentional every day that I'm shining a light on myself because I'm aware that if I don't, then I can't do what I feel called to do. Powerful words, wise words. Um, it is interesting. And when I talked about programming at the beginning, right, it's that um, we are programmed to almost feel guilty about putting ourselves first. You know, we're, we're here to serve, especially with big families or when you were kids. And um, But like I said at the beginning, it's like, who are you not to put yourself first? It's that. I love I love the poem by um um by Raya and there's a line in there which says you know are you willing to disappoint another to be true to yourself and I use that line Stacy quotes it for me quite a lot and this is it is true right are you willing to disappoint another to be truly true to yourself and um you know I've been working on 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 kind of prioritizing me for a while and um you go on a journey to truly understand who you are. For example, I do like going out my way for people. I mean, I have a large family. I have four brothers, four sisters, 10 nephews, three nieces. And, you know, I, I love spoiling my nephews and nieces. I mean, I took my niece out to see Beyonce last weekend. And that, for me, was a great way to spoil her and kind of 
But I go out of my way for people because I truly understand how it makes me feel. I do it for me. So it's that, you know, it's really understanding who you are and knowing that you, you know, you put yourself first, but that doesn't mean you can't help others. But it's, if if you give, 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 and you don't take time to fill your cup up in what, in what, what you enjoy doing, then what happens is eventually you start to, you start to resent it because you start to feel empty on the inside because you start to question because you give, 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 but then hold on a second, who's there for you? And I guess my question for the listeners is, do you allow people to be there for you? Are you open enough so that, you know, you are willing? Yes, I always encourage people to put themselves first, but are you willing to let somebody else help you to show you that you need to put yourself first? When your cup is really low, do you know the things that that's going to fill that cup up? I mean, Stacey just listed all the things that that truly kind of fill a cup. We talked about, you know, Tiari being uh, living in Hawaii and you know, kind of being close to the water and how how much of a blessing that is. But it doesn't matter where you are, whether it's time in nature, whether it's time with loved ones, whether it's time just by yourself. You know, it's super powerful to go on holiday on your own if you if you can if you can afford it. But if not, you know, just taking a walk on your own to truly replenish, but it's right. It's a really important question. What are you doing to shine your light, but to fill your cup up so you can actually shine your light on others? Because certainly as healers, right? Healers need healing too. And sometimes we give, 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 because look, I I, I love the work that we do. I love the, you know, the mentorship, reading the cash records, because mentorship really allows us to to guide people to shine their light. But in many ways, as mentors, I feel like we need to go through so much more so we can guide other people on how they, how they, you know, give them options. Because we, we're here as guides. We're not here to fix anybody. Nobody's fixing. But it's that, it's understanding what, what is your unique formula. Stacy calls it, you know, kind of a soup recipe. What are your ingredients that are customized for you? What are the elements that, and that really is what this is about because you can use the stuff that we talked about. Right? You know, I love spending time in nature. I love meditating. I love just kind of being with loved ones and, you know, just, but a lot of it is just about being and truly understanding what's happening inside. And, you know, all of, I'll talk a lot about all our answers are inside us, all the love, all the joy, everything we look for is inside us. So I love connecting with me and just, but I also, it's like, sometimes I love, being surrounded by people and sometimes I love being on my own and it's all good right and we talked we had an episode um like last month on you know the difference between being lonely and being alone you can be alone but not feel lonely and you could um you know you could be be surrounded by people but still feel alone so you know it's really interesting but you've got to really ask yourself that question what do I need to do to shine the, my light on me and I re- recommend if you could do that for like a 21-day period and truly listen to your guides and understand, because we all know what we enjoy doing. But how much are we programmed? How much is it? It's like if you've got kids, I should be saying I want to spend time with my kids. You know, that's one of the things I'm programmed to say. I would challenge the listeners to really kind of ask, what do you need to do to fill your cup up today? How do you really feel about putting 
shining your light first? Do you feel you know how you should be shining your light? It's a really interesting topic and it's an interesting journey because, as we say, we all get programming um, as we're growing up, whether it's religious or it's parental, whatever it comes from, but it's, there's a feeling that, you know, we've got to put other people first. You know, we've got to show that we care. You know, we've got to show that we care. But on the journey of of self-discovery, we can't be there for other people if we're not there for ourselves. And it is, you know, like I said, I've been, uh, this is something I've been working on for years and it's still, it is always work in progress. Because, you know, when we talk about giving, how many of us can truly give unconditionally? How many of us can truly give love unconditionally? Because for me, actually, filling my cup is the mentorship program we do. When I can see someone like Tiara shining her beautiful light and I can go into one of her rooms and she's just like healing like crazy. It's like one after another and it's like everyone, I can just feel their vibrations changing as she's doing the healing. That's a proud moment. That fills my cup up for sure. So again, I'd, I'd love for you guys to go a bit deeper on your journey and maybe a time when you were struggling to truly shine your light. What can you share about your journey that maybe will help some of our listeners that can help? And um, Stace, maybe this time I'll, I'll, I'll ask you to go first as, as Thierry, I can tell Thierry's pondering that question. Um, and, you know, Stace, I've heard a lot of your story. It's that you know, you've, you've been through a lot as a human, right? And you've been through a lot in the last, can we still say it's a year? Probably what, 18 months now. Um and, you know, you've got four kids, and I'm sure this is, as a parent, it's, it's, it is it is a challenging thing sometimes, right? But I do see you as as somebody who's gone through that journey, who's now, look, it's still a work in progress, but who is really kind of consciously, you're a great example to me of somebody who is consciously putting yourself first, and you know, you, you can feel the, your vibration when you don't do that. So I'd love for you to maybe share a little bit more about your journey and maybe how it felt before and also talk about how a bit more about how it feels now. Because I think it's going to help people to truly kind of understand because it's like it's easy for us to talk about what we do now. But I'd love for you to share about what it was like before and what and, and what you did maybe a bit more to transition to who you are now. Because I don't want anyone to go through what you went through. I wouldn't want to wish, wish that on anybody else because it was an awakening, right? But it was painful. Mm -hmm. yeah, I get that. Yeah, I mean, I experienced a very dysfunctional um, upbringing. And because I was so fearful of one of my parents, I would people please. I would morph into whatever I needed to be to get through the circumstances that I was in. And it was a, like a survival tactic. And when I found hairdressing, I found a way to people please in a different way, right? People sit in the chair and they want a certain service and they want to look a certain way when they leave. And I was there to make it happen. And so in a multitude of different ways, I spent 
a good portion of my life putting other people first. Um, and a lot of times not even being aware of what I wanted or needed. And for me, that time was very, very stressful. And I was constantly adding to that stress. Like, okay, I have one child. I can handle two. I have two children. I can handle three. Oh, there's still a fourth out there, you know, like just, um, really struggling to make my needs a priority in the right way and really not understanding what that way was because for each person, I think it's different. It's a different recipe. It's tweaked a little bit for each person, right? Like we all need different things to fill our cup, but I didn't know a healthy way to fill my cup. And I'm just going to say, this makes me think of my son right now, which I just was blessed enough to spend the weekend with three of my four kids and my son that I've talked about so much on here is thriving. And it reminds me of a conversation that I had with him not that long ago. I went to visit him and we were sitting at a restaurant and I was expressing my frustration with um, a family relationship and the disconnect. And he was like, mom, he's like, that's a God-sized hole. And he's like, a lot of people have a God-sized hole in their chest and they try to fill it with different things like gambling or drinking or relationships or sex or right. I mean, like he was listing all these things and he's like, but the only thing that's going to fill the God-sized hole is God. Like however you interpret your higher power, that's it. Right. And I'm sitting there with my son, who's like 21 at the time with my jaw on the floor. Right. And I'm thinking like, it make, he makes such a good point because what really has been the key to me shining a light on myself first is me having a deep connection and knowingness of like that I'm a part of something bigger and connection to my higher power. However you understand that higher power, right? Because we all use different language for our higher power. But to hear this from my son, I was like, that's so true. I've tried to fill the God-sized hole with so many different things, right? Like, honestly, through so many different seasons of my life, whether it was, you know, having my family look and be a certain way and, and the house that we lived in and the car that I drove or the job that I had or a, a, a relationship, what, whatever it was, like filling the God-sized hole. And like, at the end of the day, what has brought me the most clarity and awareness into who I am is having a connection with my higher power and filling that hole with a, a connection to the world around me as well. Right. And so it's taken me a long time to figure out that recipe for me, but the greatest blessing has been that I have found the recipe that works for me. And now I get to help other people find their recipe. Right. And so I get excited because, you know, we often think about like um, when a pebble drops into the water, it makes a splash, right? But what about all the ripples that happen that far span out from where that little pebble dropped in the water? That's what I see happening now 
that makes me even more fiercely dedicated to shining a light on myself because by doing that and having that connection, I've been blessed enough to meet people like Namesh and Tiari. And now Tiari has a connection in a new way that she didn't before, that she can now impact people. And then those people can impact people. And so it's like, how can we not shine a light in ourselves and, and that connection that we have? Because when we do, like the ripple effect is profound. So wow. TR, I'm hoping that this gave you like a, a, some, some insight into your own journey. Would love to hear more from you. Yes, absolutely. Uh, what when I was a kid, I used to love to massage my aunties and uncles. Like my kid, my kids, my cousins would go play, and I'd be no, I want to hang out with the aunties and uncles and walk on their back. You know, I'm, hey, walk on my back. You know, I'd have fun massaging my uncle's huge thick calves because he was a construction worker. So I always loved working with my hands, and my sister's a massage therapist too. However, I didn't start till later in life because in my 20s, you know, I knew it It took a, a specific mindset. You're not just healing with your hands. You're healing with with your energy. You can't be thinking, oh, gross, I'm work, working on a hairy guy or this lady has so many pimples on her back. You know, you can't be thinking about, oh, feet, you know, oh, I got to massage those feet that are, you know, ingrown toenails, dirty. You know, that was my mindset when I was in my 20s. So I wasn't ready. So I still worked in health and wellness and spas. It wasn't until seven, eight years ago when I went to mas back or when I went to massage school, I said, okay, I'm ready for this. And I massage, 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 massage. And okay, okay. You know, I can see how people get burnt out easily. They say, okay, five years, massage therapist is gonna last five years. That's that's the average, right? But I'm like, no, that's not gonna be me. I'm gonna do it for a long time because it's more than just physically massaging someone you're energetically helping them so when I went to my first Lomi Lomi retreat on Maui two and a half years ago that's when I started diving deep into connecting with um, ancestors going having passed my first past life reading done I wasn't ready until two and a half years ago to have one done and I knew there's a lot waiting for me there I was like am I ready to see all this healing potential my what I have a tribe backing me up what I have ancestors that were healers were deep down inside I knew but I just had to be ready for it right so energetically connecting with the land going to sacred spots connecting like literally connecting in my dreams with my ancestors and tapping into that um I was fascinated that, that when I came back home I'm like this is what I came back home for you know I lived on the continent for 13 years you know I was gone never thought never had any desire to move back home until I did and I'm like okay what took me so long to come back home but um spiritually I'm spiritually connected uh, my ancestors are, are spiritually connected. I'm very deeply connected and I always have been. So just, just opening up the Kashuk records and connecting physical, physical healing with energetic healing, with um, sound healing and going through that experience in Sedona and, and meeting awesome people who are like-minded, who are doing the same thing or in, interested in the same paths and, and, um, just really connecting deep and um, really helped me to come out of my shell. So yes, Nims and Stacy helped me to come out, but then I also helped myself because I say I'm seeing all the potential and all the help that I have and that I'm not 
truly alone spiritually you know maybe physically I may feel that way at times but when I wake up with gratitude and I really dive deep first thing in the morning boom I feel it that I'm not alone and that I am truly supported and and that to remind others to do the same thing in fact I had a woman cancel a reading yesterday because she's so busy she's so stressed out she can't find the time her kids are driving me because I can't do it right now I'm sorry I have to reschedule I said fine let me know when you're ready because I know she'll be ready at some point, right? But she's just in the, she doesn't see outside of her circle. She doesn't see outside of the chaos because she's right in the middle of it. So that's part of my work is to help you see outside of the, the 3D, the physical chaos, the drama that it's all a learning lesson and that it's part of the journey. It's not your life. It's not going to be there the rest of your life. You can change it. We can change it. We can transmute it. We're healers and we're here to activate others and and others people know it. They know they have these gifts and they don't know how to activate it or they feel like they can't get out of that hole where they're feeling so sad or helpless or lonely or or that job that just um doesn't seem right anymore um I have friends you know that that are like yeah mentally I'm not even there anymore I've been there for 20 years right mentally I'm not there and it's like well what are you doing then (laughs) you know are you gonna spend the next 20 years with that not me I don't think so I hope not right so um, that's, you know, just, just helping my friends is where it all started, right? Doing readings on my friends or just energetically being there for my friends, talking to them on the phone or through texts or through messages and uh, just being there at the right time. And same goes for other people. As I help to heal other people, it helps to heal myself as well because I'm finding we're all on similar paths, you know, whether it's with relationships or jobs or our aging parents, right? And I'm taking care of them and and we're, we're, we're constantly healing as we're working on ourselves. So it's like this all comes full circle. And that's what I love about this journey. So thank you. Wow. Such beautiful shares from both of you. And, um, you know, I just want to mention a couple of things you guys mentioned. So Stacey talked about the ripple effect. Maybe we just get our listeners to just think about what that looks like. So think about the last time you helped somebody where you truly kind of helped them in a way that lifted their soul. And imagine how they felt. And then imagine their energy and how much they impacted somebody else. Then impacted somebody else. I know that with the work that we're doing, we're gonna we're gonna touch millions of lives. I hope one day billions, because you know, if if we just we know that we're here to serve and we know that we need to channel that on ourselves first, then just if one person listens to the podcast and it changes their life, then imagine how many people around that person, then how many just it's just such a beautiful thought. Um Stace also mentioned the God size whole. We did actually a whole episode on that topic. I, I just looked. It was um, episode 37. Powerful, powerful topic. So if you want to go and hear more about that story, about Stacey's conversation with her son, um, it's also a chapter in her book. So it's uh, it's uh, something I'd highly recommend. And um, Tiara, when you were talking about your journey, the thing that came to mind for me is, you know, when we first start, you know, kind of activating the healer in ourselves, part of us wants to go and fix people you know it's like especially loved ones family and you know I know on my journey that I realized I'm not here to fix anybody who am I to try and to really so you know what we're here to do is guide people let them know they have they have an option and Tiara the example you mentioned the lady cancelling 
there's a divine timing to things too, right? People need to be ready to be healed. And when they're ready to show up, sure, we can we can show up and we can help. And But it's always a two-way street. No matter how much we want to help people, we're all having a human experience. Maybe that person needs to experience that human side so much more than they currently do today. You know, it's that, um, you know, it's like we're all on a healing journey. If anyone tells you they're fully healed, I would challenge them a little bit because I really feel that we're all students. We're all going to be continue to be expanded on this human experience, and which means we're always healing in some kind of way, right? So even when you get the level of awareness that allows you to truly understand who you are on a programming level doesn't mean you stand do stupid things still right because there's a human in you right so understand that if you're trying to work with people if you try and guide people check your intention are you trying to fix them or are you trying to guide them because who are you to fix anybody right who are we to fix anybody and, and i know that because like i said when i i mean i'm blessed with having a big firm family i mentioned it earlier i remember when the healer and moves activated, I'm like, God, you know, I want to want to want to heal everybody. You know, let's do this, right? Come on, God, let's do this. You know, we've got this. And, you know, everybody's on their journey. Just because we free, we see something in somebody, somebody, who's to say we're right or wrong? Because they could have a different perspective. So that that'd be my guidance to and kind of on my journey, well, my, my guidance to all listeners is, you know, just checking your intention. If you're trying to shine your light by helping somebody else. What is your intention? Are you expecting anything back? You know, are you giving unconditionally? Well, what does that look like for you? You know, most of us give and maybe just expect to thank you. What do you expect to thank you? Sometimes people don't want to be helped. You may not get the thank you you're looking for. How does that make you feel? It's such an interesting journey. And the first stage is always awareness. And it's always kind of taking time to truly understand who you are. And the first question in this in this conversation should really be about how do you feel about shining a light on you first? Be honest with yourself. What does that look like? How does that make you feel? Does it make you feel guilty? I mean, I have to be honest. Some sometimes I have a conflict with it too, and you know, I'd, I'd like to think I've been working on it for years, and it doesn't mean that you don't catch yourself sometimes putting other people first. And there's no judgment here, right? It's okay. It's that awareness. You get to choose something to do differently. So, um, I guess you know. Let's let's talk a little bit about that. Let me ask both of you, of you, when I say to you, um, Stacey, you've answered, answered a little bit about this, but when I say to you, um, how does it make you feel when someone says they feel guilty about putting themselves first? What would your advice to be that person be, and how does it make you feel? Tiara, I'm going to start with you first, if you don't mind. Oh, with me first. Ooh, that's, that's a good question. Um, how do I make someone else not feel guilty? Um, I guess what advice would you give them? How important are you to yourself? And why don't you see yourself as important? Why don't you value yourself, you know? What's stopping you from valuing yourself and putting you first? And they're going to say me, you know, I'm me, it's because of me. I don't put myself first, right? So that realization, because I think you did that to me. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Getting out of your own way. Why are you stopping yourself from loving yourself unconditionally? Yes, 
we've gone through pain and trauma. Yes, we've gone through childhood trauma, divorce, parents, whatever the reason. Yes. So we're here to heal that and realize that first, right? People don't even realize it till you ask them, right? Because they don't, they're not going to ask themselves, right? So it's not till you, you ask them, why aren't you putting yourself first? Why do, why don't you see the value in yourself? And, um, the unconditional love, right? And um, learning, re deprogramming, reprogramming, however you want to see it. But we're programmed from a certain age to do, think, feel a certain way. Um, be quiet. Don't say that. Don't talk that. Don't do this. Don't do that. You know, so it's the realization that um, some people were taught that way not to put themselves first. Some people are the oldest of five kids and they're taught from a very young age to take care of their siblings. So they were never taught to put themselves first never and and you know now you're putting you're asking them you know what's stopping you from putting yourself first and they're like oh it's me it's it's the way I was brought up it's um my relationship my relationship always I always had to do something I always had to take care of that person nurture that person I had to do everything right so all these realizations and you say yeah it's time it's time and then when you do put yourself first and you do have fun and you are happy you're truly happy your soul is happy you're 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 going on car rides by yourself you're going hiking with your friends where you're laughing you know when you're laughing from your soul then you know this is what i need to do more often <laughs> yes i love that i love that and it's that it's interesting it's always material the way that you talk about it is that helping people become aware when yes. you start to understand it's you and you have a choice and it's your programming is that that's powerful but awareness on its own without acceptance because what else do we do next oh my god i can't believe i've always done that i've always done that you know i've always no you can't unless you've got a time machine you can't change what's already happened so you've got to you've got to accept who you are but there's a power in awareness and acceptance because then you get to choose do you get, do you keep doing what you've been doing? And if you do, that's your choice. Okay. But with that awareness and that acceptance, maybe you get to do something different. Um, you know, Stace, because I, 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 I can hear when Thierry's answer, um, I can hear people saying, well, I haven't really got time. I'm too busy. You know, so Stace, I'm adding that additional slant for you when someone's, you know, is kind of going through their journey and struggling to put themselves first and it's super busy what would your advice to them be? So I immediately had come to mind. Um, I talk to myself in the third person. So I treat myself like I'm talking to my best friend. And for anybody who's struggling with putting themselves first, I would encourage you to pick up a pen and paper or open up a doc in your computer and type a letter to yourself because what you would say to your best friend, as far as putting themselves first, you know, you would tell your best friend, you have to make yourself a priority. You matter. You're loved. You need to make time for yourself. What makes you happy? What, what fills your cup? Like you'd be asking all those questions and encouraging your best friend to do those things. So I encourage all of you to start with that. So write a letter to yourself as if in the third person and like, what would it feel like to put yourself first? What do you need? Great exercise for anybody who's struggling. And then as far as time goes, 
I really feel that that for me comes down to planning because what we want to be a priority, we make a priority. If we don't, we make excuses. And I know that's really direct and to the point, but the fact is we all have the same allotted amount of time, hours in a day, and we all prioritize whatever it is in that structure of a day that we prioritize. For me, the key has been scheduling it and saying, okay, this is the time where I put, you know, my needs first, whether it be exercise, whether it be journaling, whether it be meditation, whether it be time outside, time with my kids, whatever it is, if I schedule it, I know I'm committed to making it happen. And that might not work for everyone. But again, what I want to stress is what we want to be a priority, we find time for, we make it happen, right? And so when you're newly starting on the journey of making yourself a priority, you might not be clear yet on what that looks like. You know, you might be a person who gets, you know, a five minute meditation in the morning because that's the only quiet time that you have and that's okay. But for others of us, it might be, you know what? I have 15 minutes in the morning for this. I have 30 minutes in the afternoon for this. And every night I'm going to journal. I'm not saying what your recipe is, but when we want to make a change, it can sometimes feel uncomfortable, right? And it takes time to create a habit. So set yourself up for success with something that's realistic for you. What you want to be a priority in your life, you'll make time for very powerful for both of you. And it's that, you know, when you start to make time for you, then somehow the universe helps. The universe will meet you halfway and maybe you'll manifest more time, but you always have to meet the universe halfway. So, you, you know, some of the steps that Stacey, Stacey talked about in terms of scheduling time, you know, kind of making yourself a priority, you know, coming to awareness that Tierra was talking about. Once you start taking these steps, the universe does want to help you, does want to help you with kindness, but you're the one that, because sometimes we tell ourselves a story. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. We all have the same amount of time. We can all carve out two, three minutes, maybe to begin with. Stay talked about five-minute meditation. We can all find five minutes in our day somehow. And it's that what you do when you make a commitment to yourself continuously for a period of time is you send a message to yourself that you're a priority. You send a message to the universe that you're a priority. You also set a great example to the people around you. Because think about it, for those of you that are parents and who are constantly prioritizing kids all the time, all the time, all the time, but you're always tired and you can't put yourself as a priority, might be a difficult thing to hear, but what example are you setting for your kids? Are you setting them up in the future to continue to prioritize everyone else apart from themselves? It's great being a martyr. You know, I'm always there for people. I'm great. I always want to be there. I always want to be there. But actually, how can you be there for everyone else if you're not there for yourself? So, you know, I guess with this episode, challenge yourself on thinking about, you know, making yourself a priority. Think about what excuses you say to yourself. And as we kind of get into the end of this episode, I guess one of the questions I would, because we'll always leave the, with a couple of journal prompts, and I would start with that one. You know, um, one, how can you make yourself a priority? And two, what excuses do you use for yourself? And Stacey, you always have great journal prompts. What's uh, what, what would you like to add? 
I think journaling a letter to yourself in the third person, acknowledging what you need and encouraging yourself to do it is such a great starting point. It's going to give you so much insight when you talk to yourself like you would to your best friend. Nice, beautiful. Tiara, anything you want to add in terms of journal prompts to really kind of go deep? Writing a love letter to yourself as if you're, you're, you are your own lover and you're, you're writing a beautiful, loving, romantic poem to yourself. Write it. A poem or a, um, whatever, a story, a letter, uh, and just write. Because I did that to myself and I read it back and I was like, what? <laughs> like, I almost made myself cry because it was so beautiful. When you c- come out of yourself and you step outside of yourself and you write to yourself and that love and, um, and then you read it back to yourself. Very powerful. Wow. So both powerful suggestions, you know, writing to yourself in, in the third person, writing a love letter to yourself, both amazing things to do because what it does is it opens up something in you in terms of truly understanding who you are. And from that awareness, you can do something about it. So, um, Tiori, I'd love for you to share more about if people want to work with you, what's the best way to reach out? What are the services that you offer? Uh, I'd love for you to share. Um, on Instagram, I'm at um, Moilehua, which is the name of a sleeping lehua blossom. It's M-O-E-L-E-H-U-A. It's my Instagram handle there. Um, um, I post videos and, and stories and like inspirational quotes or poetry or just to connect. Um, and do I even do check-ins on Instagram there. Also on Clubhouse, um, I have my own house now that the, all the clubs have been converted to houses. So it's Saltwater Soul Sessions uh, where I'm doing weekly rooms now where either meditations or readings or um, just, just checking in. Sometimes I just check in for full moon, new moon intentions. Um, if there's a holiday or weekend, I, I always find a, an excuse to get together just to check in, see how you're doing. If you're not feeling okay, why are you not feeling okay? And just to um, uplift each other because some people will be fine, some people won't. So I love having our community and um, we, I love having friends who refer friends. So I'm very grateful. They say, hey, you got to come in this room and check it out. So that really makes my heart full. So I'm so grateful for that. And then uh, on my website, moilehua.com, I've been getting some people who have been asking about the classic records readings there. And then I'm doing a, I just started doing a newsletter. So I'm doing that as well now. So yeah. Beautiful. And I include um, Tiara's contact details, Insta, et cetera, on the show notes. So if you missed that, missed Tiara's Instagram, you can find it in the show notes and you can reach out to her. And I would highly recommend booking a reading with Tiara and um, stays for us. We have then we have to announce the winner of the of the podcast draw for who's gonna get um a joint Akashic reading from us. So, you know, we we for those that don't know, we had a prize draw competition for anyone that wrote a review of the podcast uh, on whichever platform you listen to or um posted on social media and tagged us. So we had a lot of people enter and it's really beautiful to all the messages we receive on a weekly basis and just knowing the people that we touch. So we put the names in a hat and just picked a name. And it turns out that Maggie Hicks, who we need to schedule the, the reading for, it's going to happen in July, is the winner. So super, super excited to do that. I really feel it's guided. Um, it's interesting. I was looking, reading some of the messages that she sent me early on. 
and somehow she knew she was going to be the winner. We obviously picked, but um, there was a knownness in her that she was going to be the one. It's really cool when you go back in. So I'm excited for that. Um, we also had some pro promotion promotional pricing at the Mind, Body, Spirit event. Stacey, we did a couple of weeks ago. We decided to carry on that pricing through the whole of June. So now's a great time to work with us. If you want to book an Akashic record reading, Akashic training, it's all discounted. We've also got, we've also discounted our mentorship program. You can book a free discovery call. Um, and yeah, so as long as it, those, that price is going to be available to the end of the month. So now's a great time to work with us. And um, Stace, anything I missed? Anything you want to add? I would say if you're interested in mentorship, reach out to us. Um, we do a free discovery call and um, there's nothing that I love doing more than the mentorship program. So uh, we'll have a new group starting this summer. If you're interested, send us a message. Thanks everybody. Thank, Thank you. you. Just, just also to mention before we close, we, we love this podcast and we have some great plans for this podcast. We want to do, um, more one-to-one -one interviews where we're going to talk to people about their path to awakening. We've scheduled out the next three months. We love this space. So thank you. Thank you for everyone for listening. For We feel so, so blessed. And um, I'm sending everyone so much love and light. And I'm going to hand it over, over to Tiari to close us out. I just feel very fortunate and blessed and grateful that I did answer the call and that uh, I have joined the community. I did come back to Clubhouse and uh, just met with all of you. And uh, uh, I can't wait to see what the future brings. Um, there's there's many people on their journey, just starting their journey. And um, they, they know there's, there's something out there waiting for them. They know they have these gifts waiting for them. So uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. I know we all have more gifts to, to activate. And it's just... Um, a real blessing, a real blessing. So thank you once again. Thank you to Tiari for agreeing to be a guest on this podcast. I love your beautiful energy. I would highly recommend to go, go and watch this one on YouTube because you'll see Tiari's infectious smile. It's always lights up the room. So thank you, Tiari, for your energy. Thank you for sharing your energy with us. And Stace, as always, I love being in this space with you and sending everyone lots of love and light. And bye for now.